You are listening to a podcast of Risen Savior Lutheran Church in Chula Vista, California. Growing in faith, living in hope, serving in love, all to the glory of God. Isaiah, John the Baptist, the prophets, the apostles, what do they all have in common? They're messengers. They're those who come with the message. The message is not their own. The message is God's. It's just the way God has worked throughout time. If he had a message to get to people, he'd send a messenger to deliver it. And our text for today is God telling Isaiah exactly the message he wanted the people to hear. Comfort, comfort my people. Twice the word comfort is used for emphasis. Obviously, the people living in Isaiah's day needed comfort. So do we. Now, what is the opposite of comfort? Fear is one way to answer that. And the people living in Isaiah's day most certainly needed to be comforted because of their fear. What we read today is Isaiah 40. If you look back into Isaiah 39, Isaiah shares God's message with them that they're going to be taken captive. And they could already start to see things happen, where at one time their country and their nation was flourishing and growing. It was now in decline. And Babylon was starting to grow, starting to increase. And so you can understand there would have been a little fear there. We're going to be taken captive. Does that mean that God doesn't love us anymore? Does that mean that we are no longer God's people? Does that mean death? These are all questions inspired by fear. Do you know anything about fear? Of course you do. We all do. Maybe different types of fear. We, we might not be afraid that, that we're going to be taken into captivity like Israel was. But maybe there's a little bit of fear in us that our rights and our freedoms that so many have fought so hard and continue to fight hard for may be lost. Maybe there's a little fear in, in some of us for our children as we watch the spiritual decline of our nation. What's life going to be like for our children 10 years from now, 20 years from now, our grandchildren? Maybe there's a little fear in some of us as we see the the family unit disintegrate before our very eyes. There are a lot of things that can instill fear in us. When health fails, when the money well dries up, when loved ones die, There are some who are filled with fear because time is passing by too quickly and they can't make it slow down. There are others who are afraid for the other reason. They want time to move faster and it can't go, it's not doing it. There are a lot of things that can instill fear in us. And I have yet to include the biggest one. The messenger Isaiah passes along this message for us. That we are to prepare the way for the Lord to make straight paths for him because he, the sovereign Lord, is coming with power. Just consider that. Let that sink in a little bit. 
The sovereign Lord is coming, and we are told to make a smooth path for him. How's that going for you? Is the highway of your heart perfectly smoothed out for the Lord to travel on? Or have you failed to prepare the way and yet remain the many bumps, the many boulders of our sins that make a smooth way a rather rough way in our hearts? Especially at this time of year in the month of December, there might be some particular boulders that are standing right smack dab in the middle of our hearts. Maybe materialism is one. Did you know that most people will spend more money on Christmas gifts in December than the amount that they give to the Lord throughout the rest of the entire year? Is that us too? Is materialism in our hearts making it a rather bumpy road there rather than a smooth one? And think about the silliness of it, materialism, love for material things. Things like Isaiah puts it, are beautiful one day, but then that beauty quickly fades and it's nothing. Even the retailers out there view things the same way. Because what happens every December 26th? 95% off of everything in the store. So what they were selling us one day as something you absolutely need to have, they're basically the next day saying it's worthless, 95% off. Yeah, the silliness of materialism. But maybe that's what is the big boulder on our hearts, making a rather smooth way, a rather bumpy way, maybe materialism or greed. I remember one Christmas in particular, this is when I was younger, and I'd already opened up my 15 or so awesome gifts. But the way it worked in our home, after all of the gifts were opened so often, my mom or my dad would go to another room and say, well, not all the gifts made it under the tree. And then they would bring the biggest and the best one of them all. Except for one year. I opened up my 15 awesome gifts, but there, that year there was not that one more big gift And there was some disappointment in me. How ridiculous is that? How greedy is that? I wanted more. There it was, in plain view, for me and my sovereign Lord to see, and on Christmas Eve of all nights, the big boulder of greed sitting right in the middle of it. Has greed or materialism made the the smooth way a rather rough way for you? Of course, it's not only boulders that can make a smooth road a rough one. Potholes can do that too, right? Potholes will make a rather smooth road a rough road because something is missing. That's why there is a hole there. Is that what is making the highway of our hearts a rather bumpy road? Is something missing? Again, especially during this month of December, how easy it is to become distracted with making everything just right for the end of the month that we fail to fill our hearts with the thing it needs the most, the Word of God. Is that what is making 
the highway of our heart a rather bumpy one rather than a smooth one? Or maybe it's pride, the sinful variety. Of course, maybe you've already tuned me out. Maybe you've tuned me out because you feel that you just don't need need to hear this. There are a lot of people in Isaiah's day who did the same thing. A lot of people in John the Baptist's day who tuned out the messenger. So basically, they were tuning out God. Humanly speaking, I can't blame you if you've already tuned me out. Because maybe at work this week, your boss was critical of you. Maybe at home this week, your spouse was critical of you. And then you come to church, and now your pastor's going to be critical too? So maybe you've tuned me out already. Because I know how I am when someone is critical of me. Sinful pride enters the picture immediately. How dare he or she tell me that something is wrong with my life? There's a little bit of pushback there, isn't there? A little bit of not wanting to to hear the message. I mean, how dare this guy who's only been here two months speak to me the way he has today? That's where we need to, to push that sinful pride to the side. And with humility, remember that I'm only the messenger. I'm only the messenger. Like my one-year daughter says so often during the week, she, she says, uh-oh. A million times every week, and as cute as it is, there really is nothing cute about this part of the message. That we're told to prepare the way for the Lord, and in all honesty, we haven't perfectly prepared the way. Thus the reason for, for fear in us, because we know the Lord is coming, and we have yet to perfectly prepare the way. Uh-oh. If the opposite of comfort is fear, well, then what's the opposite of fear? It's comfort. I spent the whole day so far just talking about the one. Now it's time to talk about the other. The message that Isaiah was told to proclaim to the people was comfort, comfort my people. This is why it is such a privilege for a pastor to be able to proclaim the same message to people that Isaiah proclaimed. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. There is only one way that I could possibly speak tenderly to our broken hearts today. Would it be for me to walk up and down the aisle, pat you on the back, and and encourage you and say, that's okay, just try harder next time? Would it be for me to to tell you this morning, everything's going to be okay because when you go out there, there's a lot of people that are worse than you. Would it be for me to tell you today, everything's going to be okay because you've done a lot of good things to make up for a lot of the bad things you've done? I could share that message, but that's not God's message. That's the world's message. And as appealing as it may be in one regard, it's like the flowers of the field too. It, it's gone. It blows away with the breeze. 
but the word of the Lord stands forever. And the word of the Lord speaks tenderly to our broken hearts. Your sin has been paid for. You have received from the Lord's hand double for all your sins. Oh, you haven't and won't receive double punishment for your sins, but double grace. That's how good this news is. The Apostle Paul, another one of God's messengers, explains. Where sin increased... God's grace increased all the more so that grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5 verse 20. That doesn't give us an excuse to go on sinning. That just goes to show you that God's grace in Jesus Christ is bigger than our sins. He has been doubly gracious to us Overabundantly wonderful and forgiving toward us. There's the comfort, the awesome comfort. Yeah, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. How interesting it is that the same words that can actually instill fear in us are the same words that can give us the most ultimate comfort. The one who travels the highway of our heart is God himself. He's the one who who travels that highway. He's the one who comes to us, not the other way around. Could that be any clearer than Christmas time and at the manger? I mean, talk about humility. God comes to us. Could that be any clearer than at the cross of Jesus or the empty grave of Jesus where Jesus walks out, comes to you and says, because I live, so will you. God comes to us. Could that be any clearer than this morning when he speaks to us in his word? He comes to us in his sacrament of holy communion. God comes to us and he comes to us with this message that we are in such desperate need of. The greatest comfort. Your sin has been paid for. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Risen Savior podcast. For more information about our church, check us out online at risensavior.us.